Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's new episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lino Saya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube sometimes. <laughs> this week on the podcast, I want to talk about Maybon, which is the holiday that celebrates the fall equinox. But before that, I have a few little housekeeping things. If you would like to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast, there are a few different ways that you could do it. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast on whatever app you're currently listening to us on and give us a rating of five stars. That really helps get the word out about the show because it recommends the show to other listeners. So that's like super helpful. Then we also have a Patreon on the Jesus Witch Podcast Patreon. We have five different tiers with all different types of benefits that range from audio transcriptions of the podcast to earlier episodes of the podcast and exclusive episodes of the podcast and like a lot of Jesus Witch and Christian Witch education and happy mail and all like these fun little things. So go check out our Patreon and the links for anything that I'm about to mention can be found in the show notes page. I also have an Etsy shop. On my Etsy shop, you can grab Bible-based spell oils, Jesus and Christian witch mystery boxes, different tarot readings. I have talking to Jesus tarot readings, ones with like the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I have astrology readings, all these different fun things. You can also find links in the show notes page to donate to the show and to join our free Discord group and follow me on social media, which also helps support this podcaster thing and all of this stuff. So that is the little housekeeping things that I had to get through. So now let's jump into our Mavon episode. So this Mavon episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, we are going to focus a lot about things that this year I am planning to do on Mavon itself or like for Mavon. It might not exactly be on Mavon. I'm one of those people that think like you start your Mavon celebration on the day of Mavon and then you like celebrate the season and you do all of the seasonal things. Like I can't go pumpkin picking, apple picking, I get apple cider donuts, eat all of the different fall foods that I want to eat on one day. Like, that's physically impossible. I mean, maybe if you're, like, super, you go super hard on Maybon and, you like, you start, like, at 5 a.m. and then go all the way down to, like, you know, midnight or whatever, maybe you could get through it, um, get through, like, the list of all the fall activities. But, like, I like to spread my fall activities throughout the season and even like before the season begins because like obviously like right now in New York um you know it's the beginning of September and it's already starting to be apple pe- uh, apple picking season so if I wait until after Mavon to do that I'm gonna lose out on the fresh apples but like I'm also celebrating fall as I do that you know what I'm saying so this episode is going to be geared towards like talking about different activities I'm planning on doing this fall to celebrate fall to celebrate Mavon um if you want to learn more about like Mavon itself what it is different correspondences um I have a whole Mavon episode of the Jesus Witch podcast that I literally released 
like a year ago, like exactly a year ago. I I thought for some reason that that episode was Patreon exclusive. So when I was writing this episode, I was like, oh, it's going to be different. It's going to be fine because like streaming hasn't heard a Mabon episode from me. And then I don't know what possessed me to look it up on Spotify um, as like right after I finished writing the show notes for this episode or like right up after I finished um, thinking about like what exactly I wanted this episode to look like. And um, I looked it up on Spotify, you know, Jesus Witch Podcast, Maybon, and there it is. <laughs> With, like, the exact same date that I'm releasing this episode. It's, like, a year to the day. So um, we do have a Maybon episode of the podcast. I'm going to link that in the show notes page if you want to learn, like, the history of Maybon, correspondences, all that good stuff. Um, but for this episode, we're going to go over the different ideas that I wrote out for Maybon last year. And then I'm going to talk to you about what I am personally planning for doing uh, to do on Maybon this year. So just as a quick reminder, Maybon is the celebration of the beginning of autumn. So it celebrates the fall equinox. On this day, night and day are at like an equal length, which is why it's the equinox because it's equal. The only other time that this happens is during the spring equinox. And obviously like for the southern hemisphere, so everybody below the equator, um, it's it's springtime right now. It's Ostara. Um, so, but this is, you know, Mavon is for the Northern Hemisphere. Um, so what I wrote down is that um, when day and night are in perfect equilibrium, um, all the energies are like equal. So you have day and night, day, you know, dark and light, masculine and feminine, inner and outer. It's balanced. From this day forward, the days get shorter and the nights get longer in preparation for winter. But Mabon itself, everything is like equal, which is honestly interesting if you think about it too, because it starts Libra season. Um, and Libra is the scales, which is balanced. So I just, I find that part interesting too, now that like I think about it. And this year, Maybon is celebrated on September 21st through the 22nd. And like I said before, if you would like to learn more about the correspondences and the history of Maybon, we have a whole episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast about it. I'm going to leave the link for that episode in the show notes page, but you could also just look up Jesus Witch Podcast and Maybon on your favorite podcasting app. So last year, just to run through these very quickly, I wrote a few different ways that um, some ideas on how you could celebrate Maybon as a Jesus witch. So these are the things that I wrote down. Firstly, like having a, fe a feast with your family and thanking Jesus for all the abundance that's on your plate and on your table. If you're somebody who also likes to offer food to a deity, you can make a plate um, specifically for Jesus as an offering. Me personally, I don't like to offer food to my deities unless it's like, Something that I'm going to throw out anyway. So like, you know, like um, I had like an apple with like the half of it was bruised. And obviously I could have like cut the apple and used the other half. But I'm sorry. I'm sometimes a little bit of a lazy Taurus. I was not going to do that. Um, so I put it outside under my Asherah tree as an offering for her. Um, so for me, it's like food that I'm going to get rid of. So like strawberry tops when I like, you know, cut the berries up for my kids, I'll give the deities or a different deity I have um three different spots in my yard that I leave offerings outside I have a like more sturdy <laughs> looking like I think it's a like pine something tree I don't know I'm not good at identifying trees I should get the the app and like take a picture of it but I have a tree at the front of my property that I dedicated to Ashra and then a tree more in the middle of my property that is a dedicated towards Lilith that one actually produces 
crab apples. Um, you can't eat them because there's something wrong with the tree and they like look gross. But I have like, I, just because of like the apple association with Lilith, that's her tree. And then way towards the back of my property, it's very like woodsy. I live on the top of a mountain and um, the back of my property looks very woodsy. So I'll go and I'll dump things out there for Jesus. Um, so those are the three different areas that I leave food offerings. And those are the three different deities that I like leaving food offerings to. But anyway, if you're going to do this on Maybon, um, you could leave a plate. Like, you could make a plate that, you know, somebody's going to eat later. Like a leftover plate, you know what I'm saying? And offer that to Jesus for the night. Um, and then, you know, eat it yourself just so that you're not wasting food if you're like me and you can't do that, like, mentally. Um... Or you could make a very small plate and like literally put like a bite of food of, of each thing. Because you know what, like in 2023, food costs a lot of money. So if you can't make a whole plate of food for a deity that's not literally going to eat it, um, nobody's going to blame you for that. The deity's not going to blame you for that either. So anyway, just keep that in mind. So that's like the first thing that you could do is make some sort of... Um, offering for Jesus in that way like making a feast with your family you don't even have to make him a plate to be honest you know it tells you in the bible I believe that this is a verse in Matthew um or two or three gather in his name like he is present sort of thing so you really don't even need to give him an offering plate just ha being there and having a meal in his name for the celebration of the wheel of the year turning that's a beautiful thing too and I think he'll absolutely love that offering and love that togetherness Similar to like having a feast, you could always donate um, some sort of like food, like canned goods or, you know, like those like birthday um, kits that you see on TikTok a lot. You could donate that to like a local food pantry or just donate money to a local food pantry. That's personally what I do. I just donate money. Um, I The grocery store near me has like a, a $10 bag you could purchase. Uh, every time you go to like donate towards the food pantry and there's just like a lot of like different things in there so I always every time I go to this specific grocery store which honestly is not often I maybe go once every two ish months it's not my main place that I go I go there like if I need something like very specific or you know I just want like one onion you know because normally I get my food from Sam's so I don't go there often but anytime I do go even if it's just for one little itty bitty onion I do that donation bag and I always make sure to go around Maybon and make a you know a, a donation at that point just to make sure that I'm giving thanks and I'm sharing abundance with food during the time of like you know feasting and all that stuff. So another thing that you could do to celebrate Maybon as a Jesus witch or a Christian witch, and this is something I personally love doing and I'm definitely going to do this year, is going outside and taking some sort of like nature walk, observing the way that the earth is changing. Like, do you see any colors that are changing already in the leaves? Do you, you know, hear different types of birds? I mean, where I live, I hear a lot of different kinds of birds and I have this app called the Merlin app and I've been tracking all summer like what kinds of birds are up here so I'm like excited to go into fall and like hear what other kinds of birds there are and use that app and see if like the birds change you know through the season um and you could dedicate this walk to Jesus you could talk to him during the walk um you could write sigils or like symbols for him in the ground using like a stick you know in the dirt um you know if you don't feel called to work with Jesus for this kind of walk you could do God or Asherah me personally I like to do these kind of nature walks with Asherah because I believe her to be mother earth that's kind of how I see her um so I really like I like doing that just discussing the changes that I notice in the earth and then like any changes that 
I particularly want to work on through fall as I prepare for winter, as I prepare for the holiday season. Um, <laughs> this winter, if you like follow me on TikTok and Instagram, you know this, but I'm currently pregnant with my third baby. So I'm going to be preparing for a lot of changes coming this winter. And, you know, like during this fall, I'm going to be preparing for a lot of things. Um, and we'll talk more about that as we talk about how I'm going to personally celebrate my mom this year. But anyway, um, just taking some sort of like nature walk and like talking about that and like talking about ways you could find like balance and things like that with whatever deity you feel called to talk to. And you don't necessarily have to like say out loud, you know, talk out loud to Jesus or whoever you're talking to. You can do it in your head. I do it a lot in my head. One, because I have kids with me all the time. So, um, I, you know, I have to kind of like talk to them. And if I'm like talking out loud, they're going to think I'm talking to them. And, you know, there's just a couple of things, you know, I want to keep private. I want me between me and my deities that I don't necessarily want my kids listening to them with them 24 seven. They hear every conversation I have. They don't need to hear the conversations I have with my deities. So I do those in my head. Um, now a quick break from this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you could choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier, tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, wheel of the year holiday, and zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, The Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus Witch or Christian Witch-specific mystery boxes, and custom spell oils. Over on my Etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me. I offer tarot readings for your child, channel messages from Jesus or from Lilith. I also have a listing for general tarot readings. You could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with. Or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. 
This is your place to ask all Jesus witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch podcast and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody, so if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wishlist helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show. But anyway, another thing that you could do is creating an altar for Maybon, just finding different things that you see out in nature. Um, you know, like taking some like leaves or acorns or anything that you see outside and putting that on your, your altar. And then, you know, like obviously things that are associated with the fall season. So pumpkins, apples, cinnamon, all that good stuff, putting that all over your home and creating like a fall altar for that. Um, and images of mother Mary too, to represent the harvest. If you didn't know, um, she like is a symbol of the harvest and, um, even though Virgo season isn't in fall, it's like that like layover between summer and fall, you know what I'm saying? So she's like the representation of Virgo. She's the, you know, the Virgin, Virgin Mary. So she's very closely associated with Virgo and the harvest and all those things. And obviously the harvest moves into fall time. Um, so making an altar, maybe putting a picture of her on there too, that could be something, um, that's like easy-ish to celebrate Maybon with. And finally, the last thing that I wrote last year to do during Maybon or on Maybon is casting a money bull spell. Maybon's all about abundance and growth um, and all that good stuff. So um, a money bull is obviously a great spell to do for abundance, for growth. You could also do like a spell that's just specifically geared towards your growth and you growing as a human being. Um, but, you know. That's kind of what I recommend is doing some sort of like money bull spell. I have a money bull spell on Patreon and I actually have a video tutorial that I did along with this money bull spell. So um, you could click the link that's in the show notes page to access those um, if you would like. So now let's talk about a few different ways that I'm going to be celebrating Maybon this year. And like I said before, Maybon, I truly think like obviously like you do something to mark the solstice right you do like a specific spell you do a very specific meal you do you know some sort of like celebration you explain it to your kids you celebrate with them you know you do something for the solstice on the solstice or I mean not the solstice oh my gosh the equinox <laughs> this one's an equinox um 
for further out, now that you guys know that I'm pregnant, um, if I say little goofy things like that and I swap words, it's because I have the most wicked case of baby brain this year or this time this year this time oh my goodness like I'm literally so dumb um just the things that I've done the things that I've said I've, I've just I just don't have a, I just don't have a brain I feel like I'm a walking zombie right now um <laughs> so anyway I'm doing my best right now okay um but anyway I believe that you celebrate the equinox more than just on the day of the equinox. You, like I was saying before, you cannot fit all of the fun fall themed activities into one singular day. And all of these things celebrate fall. Whenever you do something that's special and specific to this season, it celebrates fall. Like today on September 5th, right? We're still technically in summer. I went to my local Dollar General to get um, fall and Halloween decorations. I specifically, like, I decorate for Halloween and then, you know, I'll switch over to Christmas after Thanksgiving because I just, I don't, I, listen, I like decorating for each season, but I like spooky decorating. I'm not like a, a harvest mom. I'm like a boo, <laughs> you know, witchy mom, obviously. So I like Halloween decorations better. So I went and I bought some, like, orange and purple lights to put outside they're actually orange purple and green and then you know we pulled out our our little pumpkin thing that we it's a pumpkin light that we hang in the window and then I went and I bought the only harvesty thing that I bought this year was I found this cute little pumpkin garland and I love having pumpkins around my house one they're Halloweeny and they're spooky but two pumpkins bring abundance pumpkins bring joy pumpkins bring hope kind of thing so I like to have pumpkins around my house during the autumn season um so I bought a pumpkin garland to hang up, you know, and then I like to do with my kids, I like to do a lot of like fall crafts. Like I'm looking at one that we did a couple years ago where um, I had my son get a bunch of different leaves from outside, like fallen leaves, and he pressed them into clay. And then we let this clay drive. It took the, this clay took like five fucking million years to drive. It was so, 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 so long. But anyway. Once it dried, we painted each of the leaves different colors that were, like, associated with fall. And we talked about, like, the magical properties of each color. Um, and then we hung them up as, like, a little garland, right? So there's, like, different fall. And you can't just do that all on Maybon. So for me, celebrating Maybon is preparing for Maybon. So going to, you know, your local store, getting your Halloween or harvest decorations out, you know, doing things like that. Um... And then, you know, once Maybong comes, doing more fallout activities then and, um, you know, continuing that through the season until you, get, you start getting ready for winter. So for me, my denotation of like when I start getting ready for winter, when I start getting ready for those holidays is Thanksgiving, that big feast. That's my last big fall hurrah. And then we start doing um, wintry stuff. So on Maybon itself this year, I'm planning on doing some sort of like little feast, like not anything huge. Like I said, I'm pregnant. I'm tired. I'm not doing anything crazy um, this year. Every holiday this year, I'm planning on going to somebody else's house so that they can do like all the cooking and the cleaning and the, you know, that kind of stuff, um, <laughs> which is fine. My family totally accepts that I'm, you know, like I'm pregnant. I'm not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm pregnant with my third baby. I'm running after two kids already. I don't need to be running after anybody else. And everybody respects that. You know, like I go, my parents come hang out with me. They take the kids. They make sure I can have a little bit of a break. We go hang out with my husband's uh, dad and his, his wife. Um, and they take the kids. They make sure we have a break kind of thing so that both of us can rest and so that I can rest while 
I'm dealing with being with child. Oh my God, I'm so tired. Um, but since, you know, they, they all help. And so they know that I'm not doing any holidays this year. So like the little things that I'm going to do this year, like the holidays that I'm really focusing on to do with my family are the solstices. Um, so we're going to have our own little solstice feast. I don't know exactly what I want to cook that day yet, but I do know I want something pumpkin-y. So I might go and buy a pumpkin pie because I'm not not going to make a pumpkin pie. That's like a lot of effort. And, you know, we live in a day and age where, thank God, I can go to the grocery store and buy a pumpkin pie. So we're going to do that, have like apple cider that day maybe, um, you know, like some sort of, I, I definitely know that my husband's been like craving like sweet potato something or other. So I might make some sort of like sweet potato casserole, mashed potatoes kind of thing, figure out a type of protein at that point, whatever protein I can eat because <laughs> meat's been a little iffy for me. Um, this is actually like fun fact. This is the first pregnancy that I've ever had that I'm actually like eating meat for because Dexter and Scott, I didn't really eat meat. I, I ate meat a little bit, little, little, little bit when I was pregnant with Scott, but I was mostly vegetarian with Dexter. I was full vegan. Um, so this was the first one that I ever ate a little bit of meat with, but the further into my pregnancy I get, the more I'm like, I think I just really like rice and beans. <laughs> so... Um, it's made me revert to my vegetarian ways, unless it's a double quarter pounder with cheese or a McChicken from McDonald's or a sausage biscuit. Oh my God. Anyway, um, I'm going to do something like that. Do some sort of like feast for my family during that day. We're also definitely going to do a nature walk. I do nature walks every single solstice. I love doing them. Um, and then, you know, just to prepare for like fall, things that we're going to be doing is obviously like going outside and like observing you know the changes that we see beforehand um I have this book it's um called exploring nature activity it's a, just an exploring nature activity book and um I use that as part of my like homeschool curriculum but I really like it because there's a lot of seasonal activities so I like dog-eared a couple that I feel like would be really fun to do during fall like um creating a picture using like um, I'm going to use like dried chamomile for the top. Like you do, you, you know, you put glue on your paper and you use like dried chamomile or whatever that you want for the top. And then you create like a tree with your kids and, you know, you help them cut out like little leaves and make people with the leaves and to paint, to, to paste on their picture kind of thing using nature to, um, as nature as a tactile kind of thing. We're also going to be doing a little bit more Bible work that's geared towards like thinking about the way that Jesus was giving and the way that like we can be giving with our time with our energy sort of thing like giving to others and then giving to our family to our like to ourselves um because it's like for important I want to teach my children like I'm very big on self-care like I'm I'm sorry this is gonna sound so selfish and I really don't give a shit if you think I sound selfish for this but as a mom I put myself first because if I cannot function if I don't have the emotional energy or the physical energy to get out of bed in the morning if I have nothing to look forward to if I have nothing filling my own cup what am I gonna fill my children with like, all I'm going to be teaching them is how to be tired, how to be depressed, how to, you know, not give a fuck about yourself. And that's not the lesson that I want to teach my children. Like, I had parents who put their kids first. And obviously, I'm not complaining about that because I'm their kid and I think my parents were great. But I also watched both of them 
you know, run themselves down. And I don't want that as a parent. And I don't want to be that to be my kid's example. My husband and I do everything we possibly can for our children. So it's not like saying like we put ourselves first and our kids don't get, you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm sorry if I want to like this. Today was a great example. My dad came up and he offered to take the kids and I out to like lunch and then go get ice cream. Right. And the kids really wanted to go to a specific restaurant for lunch. I did not want to go there. It was hot. You know, it's an outdoor restaurant. Like I'm just not into it right now. So I said I made the executive decision that I was going to do something that I liked and I was looking forward to and I wanted to do because afterwards I'm taking my kids to ice cream anyway. They want to do that. I'm going to the place that they want to go for two for ice cream. So why do I have to compromise on both? Why can't I have something I want to do to make my day better, to make my day happier, to make my day more productive and then give them something, right? Um... I wanted to go to a Mexican restaurant. So we went to a Mexican restaurant. My kids like Mexican food. Scott had his rice and he was happy. Dexter had nachos. They watched Bluey while they ate so my dad and I could talk. He had a grand old time. But I did something that I could look forward to and I like to do because then I was able to fill my children's cup and go get ice cream with them. And I wasn't like super stressed out when they were like, putting ice cream all over the place and like making a mess because I had already I had eaten something and I was full and I wasn't hangry and I was just happy with the whole situation so like my point being you know during the fall time during like this time of abundance right we think about the ways that Jesus was giving and we think about how we can be giving to others and then we also think about ways that we can be giving to ourselves so like for my eldest I think something that I'm going to really encourage him to do um just create boundaries with his old with his younger brother because you know like little yeah, little brothers can be intense and I feel like Dexter needs a little bit of space um, with that and then I feel like for Scott what I'm going to be encouraging him to be a little giving more with himself is giving himself a little grace you know and realizing that you know he is a toddler he doesn't I feel like he is a little bit hard on himself because he's not you know Dexter's size Dexter's age kind of thing and just like being a little bit more okay with being littler you know what I'm saying and then also explain to him like you know soon we're gonna have a baby and you're gonna be older than that kid and you know like you have no 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 now you you're the older brother too so like kind of preparing him to get into that role um and teaching him how to like still feel okay while he's the the little older brother if that makes sense something else this fall that I really want to do um, is be more like food focused so like I see a lot of fun recipes on like TikTok and Instagram and I always save them but I never do them um, and this year I want to do them one I'm motivated because I'm like hungry because I'm pregnant and um, I want to eat like uniquey foods I don't know like food is so weird for me when I'm pregnant um, but like I want to make more things with apples I want to you know learn how to make things with pumpkins make some pumpkin bread maybe make some like you know sort of carrot bread things like that I would also really like to learn how to make some sort of seasonal squash this year. I have never been successful with making like a butternut squash or, you know, like roasted acorn squash or anything like that. And it feels like it would be so simple and easy to do if I could just motivate myself to do it. So like this year I really want to be motivated to do it and like cook with seasonal seasonal, seasonal vegetables. Um and kind of like celebrate the flavors of autumn and like the, the taste of autumn and stop being so repetitive with everything I eat. I make like the same five meals, literally, like that's it. Um, so I want to start expanding and it doesn't have to be like making a whole new meal every time, you know what I'm saying? That's just like too much. So I'm going to start small with little sides, you know, like a, a, a squash, you know, 
and then making like a pumpkin loaf or like something like that like just flavoring the season and pacing myself and just really enjoying cooking with seasonal 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 why do I want to say seasonable um <laughs> seasonal things um just to taste the flavors of the season and then work with different vegetables in the kitchen and work with different, you know, spices and herbs in the kitchen and bring like different magic into my kitchen. And I'm going to definitely be consulting Sarah Strazzy 97 on TikTok. If you don't follow her, you should be following her. She's writing a book with Mimi. She's also writing like another book about like the gods, like interviews that she did with like the tarot stuffy stuff. We talked to her about this on the podcast, like way back in the beginning of her practice with that and her attitudes definitely changed since then but anyway um I'm gonna be consulting her because she's the resident Christian kitchen witch so um I'm gonna be consulting her on my autumn cabinet what should be in there besides that I've definitely have the basic um autumn activities on my list um you know pumpkin picking apple picking um you know, going and getting apple cider donuts, like visiting the orchard, like all of that fun stuff, all that basic, basic bitch fall stuff that is on my list. I'm going to be doing it. I absolutely love the basic bitch fall stuff, collecting leaves, using leaves and spell work. So like instead of burning bay leaves, I'm going to be using like autumn leaves because that's so cute and like, you know, fun. And, um, you know, me being like per grande pregnant right now. Um, I, I'm a home birther. I have my children at home. I have my, I had my first baby in the hospital. My second baby I had at home and any subsequent children that I have, God willing, I will have them at home. Um, because that's just, that's how I like to do it. It was so much more empowering for me. It was a better experience. So right now I'm manifesting my dream birth and like the way that I see this baby like coming out and coming into the world. Um, so a lot of like spells that I've been doing to manifest that I've been doing them one on like very significant days I'm due during Pisces season so I did a you know a Pisces on the Pisces full moon I did a manifestation with the baby and with my husband to kind of um you know want to uh for, for the home birth obviously like to just have everything like go smoothly and the way, the way that we want it to go and like have it like be another beautiful experience and then we went outside at like three in the morning and looked at the moon um, the baby decided to wake us up that night because I got so sick in the middle of the night. It was like the worst sick I got this whole pregnancy. It happened on the Pisces full moon. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking forget that. Um, it was a memorable one. I, I remembered the Virgo full moon when I was pregnant with Scott, who's my Virgo. And it was like such a different experience. I was like standing in Jack's mom's driveway and I was like looking up at the moon and being like, wow, like this time next year when there's a full moon, like a Virgo full moon, I'll have a Virgo baby in my arms. And this time I was looking up at the Pisces full moon while pregnant with the Pisces like, holy shit, I can't believe how sick I got. You better be born at home, bitch. It was so funny. Um... But anyway, I did, like, manifestations with them then, and I'm going to be doing them, like, on very specific, very specific days using local ingredients. So we, Jack and I had um, previously picked some local flowers. Um, he actually picked them and brought them home for me one day when he was driving home from work. It was really sweet. Um, he brought me flowers. And so I used some of those in my spell, and then, like, one day we had stopped and, like, you know, pick these very specific, like, local flowers, and we put them in, um, the spell, too, so then, you know, during the fall, when I'm doing these kind of spells then, and, like, you know, really, really manifesting and praying for a good, happy, abundant, joyful birth, you know, I'm gonna be using, 
um, fall leaves, also goldenrod. Goldenrod's really prevalent through the area of New York that I live, and it's more of like a fall-ish kind of um, a late summer, early fall flower. Um, I actually have some of it already, like, starting on my side of my house right now, so... Um, I'm going to be using that in my like manifestation spells during the, the fall season. And this fall season, I'm really going to be focusing a lot on gratitude and abundance. Um, I'm not even going to lie. Jack and I were not trying to have a three baby right now. I really wanted to wait another year or so. Firstly, like Scott, he, I love him to death. He's so cute, but oh my Lord. He drives me up the wall sometimes. Like, he definitely, he, he stresses me out a lot, you know? And I, I really wanted to wait until he was, like, five, like, the year he turned five to, to get pregnant. Um, he, he's four now, so it's not, like, too far off. But I wanted to wait the, to the year he got turned five because I thought, like, if he's five, you know, maybe I can, like, reason with him a little bit more. I remember Dexter becoming way more reasonable the year he turned five. Like, I really started to... Um, like be able to communicate with Dexter when he turned five so I thought that that would be similar with Scott that I'd be able to start like communicating with him and like reasoning with him and having like thoughtful conversations with him um and that's what I wanted before I had another baby just to be like you know be able to be like hey Scott like you're stressing me out right now can we like chill like sort of thing like being able to like say those kinds of things to him or like reason with him and him understand um you know and obviously like we, we wanted to be a little bit further with our house. Like, our house needs a couple of pieces of work done. We need a new roof. You know, we need, you know, some patchings on, like, certain walls and stuff like that. Um, we, we desperately need a new car. I really haven't had a car for, like, a year now. Um, <laughs> every car I get, it keeps crapping out on me. Like, it's, like, the stupidest shit in the entire world. It's, like, the universe really just wants me to be home and it drives me crazy because you know as much as I am a homebody it's really hard to be a stay-at-home mom who literally just stays at home um so you know there was a couple of things that we wanted before we had a third baby but I I had a feeling I was gonna get pregnant this year I had a feeling in the beginning of the year and I went back recently and you can like look on my Instagram and go back and look at my like 2023 tarot spread and the cards that I pulled for like May and June look like my family's preparing to like expand um and it's like really fucking wild so anyway I had this feeling that I was gonna get pregnant this year and I said to God I'm like listen um if you're gonna get me pregnant this year, if you're gonna decide to do this, there are two very specific things that I want. One, I want to get pregnant after I go see Taylor Swift. Like, I do not want to be pregnant for this concert. If I conceive that weekend that I go to the concert, like, I'll be okay with that. Like, that's fine. But I want to be able to have, I wanted to be able to have a couple of beverages when I went to see Taylor Swift and have a couple of beverages I did. Um, you know, and I, so I said that to my, to God, I was like, I really need, you know, this to happen after Taylor Swift. And then I also really want, if I'm going to have a third baby, I want them to have some sort of like prominent Pisces or prominent Aquarius placements. Ideally, some sort of a pro prominent Aquarius placement, like even if they were Pisces, like I really, really wanted something Aquarius. And, um, you know, if I got pregnant past the Taylor Swift concert, like, they would most likely have their Pluto in Aquarius, and that was good enough for me. Like, I wanted an Aquarius energy in this child. I just thought that that would be good, a good fit for our family, right? So, um, lo and behold, 
I got pregnant after Taylor Swift and I'm due during Pisces season and the specific time that I am due during Pisces season there's a lot of Aquarius placements in the sky like there's Mars and Mercury and like something else I believe I, I don't quite remember exactly but I had looked at my due date um like astrologically and obviously like only eight percent of babies are born on their due date and <laughs> my due date's been changed like three times already um so you know we don't really know the due date anyway I, th I think due dates are bullshit you have a due month in real reality you can give birth safely um anywhere from 37 to 42 weeks so like you really have a due month you have five weeks where you could you know you can give birth to that human you know safely sort of thing um and it'd be considered full term but anyway um you know I was looking through there and I'm like wow it has like Aquarius placements it has this has everything this is everything that I asked for so for me I feel like I really don't have anything to complain about you know I spent my first trimester really grieving this like I know that sounds so stupid but like I just didn't feel ready you know like between Scott and then like my main main concern my body and the condition that it was in because of the accident like I have chronic pain because of the accident that I was in um, almost two years ago now and I have nerve pain and it's debilitating and already this pregnancy has been challenging because of that I have you know back pain that I know is not pregnancy associated back pain because back pain with pregnancy you have sciatica you have it near your hips it's in your low back this is specifically on my right side where <laughs> the injury for the accident was so, like I know that this is a pain that's being triggered by the accident right so it's really and like getting that so early on um was also like really hard because it's like just like this reminder of like how how this one specific day really altered my life kind of thing and really um made my life a little bit more difficult however I'm bringing another life in the world like I love my kids like I they give me a reason to live they give me a reason to survive they give me a reason to like you know move forward and not fall into like my depression and fall into like my anxiety and like feed into all of that you know what I'm saying like they give me a reason to keep going forward and now I just have one more reason and you know we're speaking to Maybon which is so funny because you know Jack and I talk about our last Thanksgiving a lot like our last Thanksgivings here on earth like what do we want that to look like and for me personally I don't see a big house I see a big table because there's a lot of people at that table and I don't need the big house I don't need the fancy cars I don't need any of that shit you know I need <laughs> I need a little extra money in my life just to be able to go buy myself a little treat every once in a while but other than that I really don't need much you know but what I do need and what I do want is family and having a big family and you know the way to do that and way to have a big Thanksgiving for your last Thanksgiving is to have more than one kid more than two kids you know now we have three kids we're on our way to being a big family and like do I think I'm gonna have more children than this no I hope not I'm not really I don't really see myself with more than three but it's definitely this pregnancy has definitely put a couple of things into perspective of like you know it is hard I'm in a lot of pain and that does suck but like this is really opening the door for us not only us me and my husband like but for our families for like our parents my mom is so excited to have more she's like she says to me like my grandkids are you know the my reason for living she's like I you know I might have been a little bit you know I had Dexter at 18 so it was a little bit of an adjustment at first you know to have them but you know 
she loves taking them out. She loves taking, you know, going places with them. She's taking them all day tomorrow so that I can stay home and get readings done and, um, you know, clean out my house a little bit and like organize some stuff and start getting ready for this baby, um, sort of thing. So she, she like loves that. And she's like now having another one that, you know, she can do those kind of things with. And that's really the perspective and the shift that I am focusing on having this Maybon season shifting into a place of being really grateful for this abundance of children that I have and how as unhealthy and as difficult as my body is, as painful as my body is, as much as like having the allergies that I have sucks and like as much as like, you know, I've, I've had so many difficulties in my body my entire life, as much as it's been <laughs> like like just this meat suit that I exist in and just it, you know I feel like my body works against me half the time the one place that it really doesn't is in pregnancy and in childbirth like I've, I've besides my first pregnancy and first birth experience um my pregnancies have been fairly normal and they've been fairly empowering and my births have been fairly empowering and I'm like manifesting that by saying births you know because um manifesting this one being an, an empowering experience too and just being really grateful for that being really grateful for that abundance really being grateful for that expansion getting ready for that expansion you know we have Sagittarius season during um, autumn which is the sign of expansion the sign of abundance so just being thankful and getting into that like attitude of gratitude and really focusing on the goods that have come with this and like the good things that are coming with this instead of just focusing on on like how scary it is and how like overwhelming it feels you know what I'm saying so like that's kind of what I'm doing and then obviously like once we hit Thanksgiving doing the preparation for winter and this preparation for winter is going to be like intense because not only are we preparing for the holiday season but we're preparing to have a baby at home so it's going to be like all hands on deck then um so this is like my last season to really like not necessarily enjoy, obviously I'm going to enjoy winter, but like this is that the season to start cultivating that joy and cultivating that gratitude and getting myself mentally ready and prepared for the winter and what's to come and like just being really grateful for the space that I'm in um, and for the ability that I have to have these kids and like how God just, you know, he trusts me with them for some reason. He must think I'm an okay mom on some level if he's given me three kids kind of thing and you know just being being really grateful for that kind of thing um so that's personally how I'm going to be celebrating Maybon. I love how I said at the beginning of this episode this is going to be shorter and then I rambled <laughs> for a while um but anyway thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast I really appreciate it um if you would like to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast um, you could do so by subscribing to us on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to us on um, or like clicking any of the links in the show notes page to help um, financially support us. We have Patreon, I have an Etsy shop, you can send donations right to the show. I'm also going to start leaving my baby registry link in the show notes page just in case, you know, you want to help me out and, you know, get a couple of gear thingies. Uh, we don't, we really don't need much. One, I'm a minimalist when it comes to baby stuff too I do have like you know I have like a diaper bag already I have like cloth diapers I have like a couple of practical things but 
I did get rid of a lot of shit after I had Scott and like most of my gear, all of my gear, because I wasn't expecting to have another baby for a very long time. Like I thought I was going to be, he was going to be five or six when I had another baby. So I got rid of all my stuff. I donated it to other moms. I gave it all away <laughs> right after I had him. So, um, there's not much that we need, but there are a few little things. And if you would like to help contribute to any of those, I would really, really appreciate it. It would make, um, it would, firstly, it would make my day. It would make me so happy to like get baby stuff in the mail. And two, um, it would just, I would just appreciate it. So anyway, thank you again for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Now it's time for my favorite time of the podcast, the verse of the day, 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 day. So today's verse of the day is James one twelve. Um, and this verse says, blessed is the one who preserves under trial, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And I like this verse. Um, it's been something that I've personally been clinging on, um, as I'm like navigating how I'm going to have three kids, <laughs> um, and how like scary that feels for me. And just knowing that like right now I'm like doing what God wants me to do with my life. I am being the mom God wants me to be. I am doing the absolute best that I can for my children. I'm trying so hard <laughs> with the cards that I was dealt with in my life. And um, I'm, per I'm, I'm persevering, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it feels like I'm struggling, but I'm persevering through it. And I feel like that's what's important and that's what counts. And that's what I have to focus on. And that's what I'm going to be rewarded for on my last Thanksgiving is the way that I persevered so anyway that's this week's episode of the jesus witch podcast thank you again for listening and i will talk to you next time bye